0: If there's any honesty in the media at all, they would say things are pretty much right back to normal where we were before. Because before the pandemic, people didn't have as much equity. And so they were literally getting foreclosed on. But now 90% of the people have. This is a good news article. Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. Your high octane boost of full-on reality therapy for personal, business, and investing success with your host Ron Phillips. Because somebody's got to tell it like it is. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to the Get Real Podcast. Ron Phillips and Heather Marchant here uh, with some good news and some okay news, and well, we're just gonna we're gonna do another current events. And- Feels like
1: current is on the daily, so just stay current.
0: <laughs> We're not gonna do geopolitical current events, unfortunately. I would love to do that, but I think it's gonna have to be on another podcast. <laughs> so many things <laughs> happening in the world right now. So much incompetence wow. in the world right now. And on that note, let's talk about reporters because reporters are incompetent. Uh, not not all. Of them. I mean, surely there's a reporter is listening right now and they're like, I'm not incompetent. I and mean, you probably aren't. You probably are the Lone Ranger out there. <laughs> It was not incompetent.
1: Trying to, to make it make the right with the world.:
0: <laughs> U.S. foreclosure starts reach pre-pandemic levels nationwide.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: Headline on an article by a um, well, I mean, that's not an untrue statement. It just sounds really, really bad, and it sounds worse than it is, so let's go through this and try to actually talk about what it really means. okay? Most of the information on this is from Adam Data, which is just a, a, a huge company that gathers data on um, home sales and uh, at a whole bunch of different data points on home sales. So they say in here that there were a total of 34,501 US properties with foreclosure filings. And that's up 14% from a month ago. So, you know, we did a show on this, I, I don't know how many months ago. But basically the same thing right the numbers are up yeah. up up they're, they're going up well it makes sense that they're going up mm-hmm. because i mean people can get foreclosed on now and you know pre-pandemic people were getting foreclosed on so now we're back to i mean what what they said what's the what's the uh the headline <laughs> us foreclosure starts reach pre-pandemic levels and what were pre-pandemic levels heather Um, They were normal.
1: Relatively normal is what I was going to (laughs) say.
0: They were pretty normal. (laughs) Guess what? I I know this is going to come as a shock shock to um, reporters out there, but people have gotten foreclosed on Mm -hmm. pretty much forever. I think since Moses was a baby, I bet people way back in the day lost houses to the bankers (laughs) back then, or the money changers, as they were called back Mm -hmm. then. I'm pretty sure it happened. I don't think this is a new phenomenon. Yep. And just because you can write that something's up 14% with no context is not good. Now, to their credit, as you read down through here, I mean, Heather, it, it starts to actually unwind. And it talks about the, the states that had the most starts. But I think that the, the biggest aha moment in this whole article is that it says right here. No, no, that's not it. Well, I here think we go it's
1: interesting. oh go ahead.
0: No, go ahead. I, I, I am so good. I
1: think it's interesting that returning to normal means things are plummeting, right? Like <laughs> right. And it's, it's really a great <laughs> way to sell the news. That but it's it's I've seen that locally here where I live. You know that prices are dropping but in a lot of ways it's just going back to where they should have been before people just overinflated prices due to lack of supply so this whole foreclosures are you know back up again is um interesting because it's definitely normalizing which is exciting i'm i am so happy to be back in a normal market oh it's great
0: <laughs> yeah me too i was just talking to a friend who's you know potentially moving to charleston and they were like, yeah, man, the market, and whatever. I said, man, just start putting low ball offers in. Just, just start yeah. putting... Houses aren't moving like they were. People are freaking out about it, probably because they read the news and they don't realize what a normal market is. You can get great deals right now because people just are uneducated or they're misinformed because of articles like this that they don't read, right? Yeah. This is this pull quote from the whole article, right? The, the entire article... There's all kinds of numbers. They go over the markets that have the most starts, all this stuff, which is all great. I mean, it's fun to read. This is the poll quote. Quote, repossessions are likely to continue running below pre-pandemic levels for several reasons. Most importantly, that over 90, nine, zero. So almost all- 90% <laughs> of borrowers in foreclosure Have positive equity in their homes and would benefit from selling these properties at a profit, (laughs) at a profit rather than losing, rather than risk losing everything to a foreclosure auction or lender repossession. So, uh, end quote. So, after they say, now this paragraph is literally. (laughs) directly after this one, which says lenders repossessed 3,938 U.S. properties through completed foreclosures or REOs in August of 2022, up up 28% from last month and up 59% from last year. And then right after that, repossessions are likely to continue running (laughs) below pre-pandemic levels. (laughs) I I don't even understand how those could be in the same article. Now, yeah, they are.
1: I mean, what a good position to be way. in! Like, if you if you can't pay your mortgage and you're looking at foreclosure, but you have equity in your house, and ninety percent of people that are getting foreclosed on have
0: equity. Uh, I mean, I just I just can't <laughs> with these people sometimes. <laughs> I really just can't. So, REOs are up, not a shocker. We 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 told mm-hmm. you guys this before. Okay, starts are up. They're really not what they should do. If, they were, if there's any ounce of honesty and integrity in the media at all, what they would do after they saw all these stats, would, they would say, man, guys, you know things are pretty much right back to normal where we were before. And it's actually really better than it was before, because before the pandemic, people didn't have as much equity. And so they were literally were getting foreclosed on. Yep. But now ninety percent of the people have. This is good. This is a good news article. I agree. And the headline is...
1: the headline makes you think, oh man, we're in trouble. And on and as well, Ron, we also had a lot of government funding during COVID that prevented a lot of people from going into foreclosure, right? There was 100%. all sorts of funding. And now those fund those funds are mostly dried up. And so it would make very logical sense that you'd have people that would say, well, lost my job, you know, two years ago, never went and looked for another one. Now I can't pay my mortgage. Like it caught up with I haven't,
0: people. I haven't paid it for two years. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden I'm going to get foreclosed on. Oh, look I'm at this, shocked. look at this gift that the market gave me. So yeah. I haven't had a job. I haven't paid my mortgage. No one has forced me to, and my house went up a hundred thousand dollars. I think I'll just cash that out and not work a little bit longer. Yep. hundred percent.
1: And I, I think that it's just very misleading. And I remember talking about this so long ago, Ron, when all that funding and all those programs came out going, this is such a disservice to people mm-hmm. to not really understand the ramifications of their choices that, you know, there's, I, I mean, that's gotta be a good portion of the, of the foreclosures that are happening now, because we've seen it with Absolutely. evictions. You know people that are oh whoops guess i should have paid my rent and now i'm so far in the hole i can't now you have an eviction and you got to move out so
0: (laughs) uh so next should we talk let's talk about that this is this might be a quick show we got two pieces of really pretty good news so that's the that's that's solid good news solid in in the housing front right Mm -hmm. i mean Nothing has collapsed yet to the point where these people are going to get foreclosed on. They, they're 90% of them can, can go out and sell their properties and probably make some bucks so mm-hmm. that they can either go um, rent somewhere, which would be great for us, or, yeah, you know, go buy something less expensive or whatever, start over again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Without a foreclosure, without yeah. a foreclosure that makes it really, really difficult to do either one of those two things.
1: Such a market gift for those, for those people.
0: Okay. So I told you, Heather, about my friends who were having a debate online about interest rates going north of 8% before the end of the year. Yeah. It must suck to be a politician in power right now, because on the one hand, if you complain about the interest rates rising, then you go, well, if, if you try to force anyth- anything that way, where you try to force them down because we're up on midterms, well, then... All you're going to do is exacerbate the inflation and that's bad too. Okay. So people are pissed off about inflation. People are pissed off because the mortgage rates are rising, but kind of have to have one Mm -hmm. to help the other one, all caused by a bunch of morons in the government on both sides. But man, I would hate to be the party in power when everything's going to hell in a handbasket right before an election. Let's talk about mortgage rates on that intro. Let's talk about mortgage
1: rates. Mortgage rates have have been up, up this
0: week. So we've been up, up and away. And I don't think that's going to change in the near future. Yeah. Unfortunately, I I don't either. I think the general consensus from most of my friends is that we're probably going to see eight percent interest rates. And let me put this in perspective. The last time we saw eight percent interest rates was when I bought my first house eight and a quarter. And folks, really? I am... Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I mean, that's like two decades has, how ago. How
1: long ago is that? Okay. That,
0: that's a long time ago, people. <laughs> maybe longer than that. I don't know. But somewhere <laughs> around there, give or take five years, a couple of decades ago. No, it would be give. It's either 20 years or more. <laughs> or it's more. not less. Okay. 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 So that's the last time we saw eight, 8% rates? It's a long time ago, people. Yeah, most folks don't even know what that means. Never had one that high.
1: Yeah, because I wasn't in the buying place twenty years ago, so I don't even remember. I remember rates in around the sevens, six and a half. I don't remember eight.
0: So eight and a quarter was my first rate, and my parents thought I had stolen the stolen the the, the loan. <laughs> They just thought I literally hit the jackpot.
1: That's amazing. Uh, yeah,
0: and when it, it was because prior to that they were you know way higher anyway we're probably headed there but in in this in this conversation there there were all of these different schools of thought now i i have been trying really hard i've been listening to people in the mortgage business try to describe and explain what is happening Mm -hmm. some of them are completely befuddled and i gotta be honest I thought I kind of had an indication or understanding of how this works. Completely, completely blown away. So the Fed raising the rate doesn't necessarily mean that the mortgage rates are going up because the mortgage rates are tied to the treasury.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But now I I hear all these people that that are saying that when interest rates go up and everything starts to get crazy, everybody's going to go back and buy these treasuries. And if you go back and buy the treasuries, then rates are supposed to come down. Anyway. I'm not smart enough to be explaining all of that stuff to you. Someone listening to this is going to be, Ron, this is so easy. And probably <laughs> no. uh, probably yeah. comment or send us an email, Heather, and go, this is so easy, guys. It's just yeah. like this. Yeah. Okay.
1: I'm in the same boat.
0: Well, let me, I, let me just. I know
1: that much, but that's it.
0: <laughs> Heather, let's just say something that's easy to understand. This is easy to understand. Fannie Mae forecasts these 30 year rates averaging 4.5% for all of next year.
1: And that's an not, average. Yeah. Hmm.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know how that happens, but that's what Fannie is forecasting. And Freddie Mac is also, they're also saying the same thing. The rates are going to be lower, hmm. but not before we see eight. Yeah. Or, nor, or north of eight. So let's talk about the silver lining here, because there is a silver lining here. This is actually, this is also really good. If this happens, this is fantastic news. Yep. Because everybody who's been buying can just refinance next year.
1: Yeah. I no mean, big deal. It's exciting because right now, less and less people are buying because of rates <laughs> and they're a little nervous, right? And so now could be potentially a great time to buy to get better mm-hmm. deals. And I was, I mean, we've been talking, gosh, for the last couple of weeks, Ron, builders just hurting right now because so many people were canceling their contract on the property they were building to move into themselves and rates went up and they said whoa we all have to stay where we're at like we can't afford the monthly payment anymore or maybe they don't qualify at the new interest rate with the payment Mm -hmm. so anyhow builders are offering massive price reductions and incentives and for us we prefer the incentives because they make way more sense for the cash flow so we're getting better and better deals all the time, which is excellent.
0: Yeah. This should be great news moving into what is typically a crazy busy season for us. Last quarter, everybody is trying to buy. So I mean, you think about this, everybody's trying to buy real estate and Range Rovers and trucks because they're trying Mm -hmm. to get rid of their taxes. Mm -hmm. Last quarter, everybody's doing that. So this year, last quarter, everybody's going to be like, wait, what the heck is happening? Because yep. you know, the cash flows are not as good as they were. Well, they probably are going to be next year. As a matter of fact, I just had a discussion with another one of my friends. He's like, hey, are, you, are your buyers doing adjustable rate mortgages? And I said, no, not really. I mean, they're, I'm sure some of them are, but most of them are getting fixed. He goes, mm-hmm. why? They're like a point cheaper. And I said, well, rates are supposed to go down next year if you're on adjustable rate mortgage or if you're on a, on a fixed rate mortgage. You can refinance. There's no prepayment penalties, so just you can yeah. just refinance. It's, it's not hard. And uh, for one percent, I'm not sure it's worth the risk of having an adjustable rate mortgage, because if Fannie Mae decides to uh, change her mind next year, then you know the adjustable rate folks are stuck with an adjustable rate mortgage, and the fixed rate folks are still fixed. Yep. And either one of them can refinance. So you know, until, it, until the spread becomes so large that it makes a ton of sense to do an adjustable rate mortgage. Well, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to not yeah. do one, right?
1: Gotta Especially be when
0: so you can still close fourth quarter this year on properties, take the tax benefits, move into next year with a property that that cash flows, albeit not as well as it as it will at four and a half, with a pretty good indication that interest rates are going to come down next year based on Fannie Mae's forecast. Yeah, so pretty good news, really. I didn't think that was going to happen. I got to be honest. I, I thought interest rates were going to stay high and for quite a while, but the Fed rate may actually stay high and the mortgage rates may, may come down, which I don't, think I've ever, I don't think I've ever seen that. So this is very bizarre to me, but I've never seen that before, but it looks like that's what the predictions are. Yeah. So.
1: Crazy and and honestly, I talked to our lender yesterday, and he's headed. He was heading to a conference for lenders, and he said, "Yeah, I'm, it's, it's going to be, I'm sure, just a battle of words with what do we think is going to happen, right?" But in trying to project, but he said, "Well, they went up two days in a row, pretty steep." And he said, "Things stabilized yesterday. There was some unemployment that was reported. That you know, some massive layoffs of a few b- major companies." And he said, "So I expect tomorrow." we could have a little bit of a reduction in, in rate. So it is literally on the daily <laughs> that Crazy. it is fluctuating so much Crazy. right now and has been for a while. So great news. Again.
0: I'm super excited. Two weeks in a row, we'll talk about professionals, but another reason why you got you have to have somebody yeah. who knows what the heck they're doing so that you know what's happening with the mortgage market. You just have to have somebody who knows what they're doing. So anyway, I see both of these articles while they, you know... There's bad news in both, I guess. I see good news in both of these and I see opportunity in both of these. And there may be even more opportunity that I'm not quite seeing yet, but those seem like no brainers. Exactly. Um, So I encourage everybody to keep that in mind as you're heading into the end of the year, especially you high income earners, so you can get your tax write-offs. I'm closing this week on a property and I'm gonna close next month on another property. So, and you know what? The interest rates are higher than I would like them to be. I'll just—I'll admit it right now. But I guess what's going to happen next year if the rates drop? Yeah, Ron's going to refinance. You right? better believe so, it. Yeah, yeah, buddy. It's going to be also uh, shameless plug. We do have a syndication opportunity coming up. So if any of you have been interested in that, reach out to us. And uh, it is uh, kind of a small raise. So it'll go pretty quick. So if you're interested, awesome. uh, reach out.
1: That's right. Any other
0: news coming up, Heather?
1: Man, so many properties that we're vetting every day. Mm-hmm. So lots mm-hmm. of good properties coming. So if you're looking to get in the game and make something happen, as we say here, then mm-hmm. uh, reach out, reach out to us. And if you don't have a point of contact here, reach out and invest at rpcinvest.com and we'll connect you with someone.
0: Absolutely. Till next week, everybody get out there and make something happen. Thanks, guys. This has been the Get Real Podcast. To subscribe and for more information, including a list of all episodes, go to getrealestatesuccess.com.